Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1327. My name is Greg Audino, your host of the show, and I'm so happy to be back here with you once again for my favorite day of the week, Listener Question Day. And today, we'll, uh, we'll actually be taking a question from a listener who has contributed in the past. This does happen sometimes, but it feels especially important to mention that today, and I think you'll understand why once you've heard both the question and my thoughts on it. So without further ado, let's continue to be a good support system for her and optimize your life. What the heck am I doing to others? Context. I recently had an episode of manic depression and was going through a lot of pain, hurt, suicidal thoughts, etc., and really feeling less accomplished and less energized. At this time, all I wanted was to end the misery, and not just for me, more than that for my husband, my family, because more than anything, I felt I was hurting them, causing them pain and trouble. Although my therapist, doctor, etc., all said that it's okay and that I was the one in need at that time, I couldn't help guilt tripping myself. So, what do you advise for something like this? Should I shield off from them or then feel selfish and just let them help out? And if it's the second, then how do I stop my overthinking? Okay, thanks so much for sending this in, Asker, and continuing uh, to be vulnerable and open with us. And after receiving this question, I find myself especially thankful for the fact that you reach out to us for help, um, as it's obvious based on what you're saying that this is something you generally have trouble doing. More on that later, though. Before I uh, get to the meat of my answer, I think this is a very important time to stop and remind you that, and, and everybody listening, that whatever I say should most likely be superseded by your therapist. Like any profession, there are some therapists who should probably be in a different line of work, but at the end of the day, it's definitely advisable to seek help from a professional who can give you ongoing support, as they would be in a position to learn much more about you than I would. This is especially true when we're talking about things like manic depression and suicidal thoughts. So it's not to say that I don't feel as though uh, what I say today can be helpful, but Discussing these topics with a trusted therapist that you can have a dialogue with and can really be with you throughout your journey is paramount. Now, with that being said, here are my thoughts. It is, it's clear that you are a loving and caring person. It's clear that you put your family first and that your primary goal is their happiness. This is a great intention and it's a sign of someone who others really value. However, loving and caring for others so much has nothing to do with whether or not you know what's best for them or whether you give them space to express what's best for them. I know you want to protect your family, whatever protection means, but to me, it feels like you want this so badly that you've started to do the thinking for them, not trusting them to get by without your care, and perhaps to not trusting yourself to allow them the opportunity to try and fail. But your family is made up of individuals, and individuals need this type of agency, certainly adult individuals. Something you said really struck me. It was right at the end when you said, or then feel selfish and just let them help out. Okay, so to me, this is something to really sit with. Why is it that these two must go hand in hand? Why is being selfish the same thing as letting others help you? I mean, would you say that your family is selfish for how much you help them? Probably not. So for that reason, I have a hunch that a big part of this struggle that needs to be addressed is 
learning how to respect yourself as much as you respect your loved ones. Certainly something a good therapist can help with. Something very important for caregivers like yourself to remember about all relationships, um, with a few exceptions such as like parent-child, is that they always work best when they are reciprocal. Obviously, one of the ways you give love is to go above and beyond for your family. We've talked about that before in questions that you've submitted. It came up again today. So therefore, one of the best gifts you can give them is the opportunity to do the same for you. Give your loved ones a chance to support you and give to you the way that you do for them. Sometimes that means they'll be doing a little extra for you in your time of need, just as I'm sure you like to give extra to them in their times of need. I know you're a selfless person, but I worry if this selflessness has gotten to an extreme that's worth exploring and putting into question. Of course, selflessness is an amazing quality. We hear that all the time. But just like an excess of anything, it can be dangerous. And right now, it seems you're leaving yourself behind. It seems like this has been a pattern for a while, and it's gotten to the point that you recognize it, yet you might be in so deep that you still can't let others help. But again, Part of being in love and being in a healthy relationship is not leaving yourself behind. It's giving up control. It's not always being the martyr and letting yourself be taken care of. Anyone who truly loves you will want to do this for you. So I guess my question is, what's stopping you from giving them that chance? The way I think you want to reframe this, an honest reframe, mind you, is by Reminding yourself that giving all of yourself and asking for help is not only beneficial for you, but quite possibly beneficial for those that love you. Asking for their care is still you doing something good for them. Giving to them fulfills you. So ask yourself and maybe your therapist why it's so hard to believe that others will feel the same fulfillment by giving to you. Now, maybe once you start doing this, You might find that the overthinking and the guilt comes back as if to say, certainly I'm burdening them and they don't appreciate this. Well, part of being in a communicative, healthy marriage means expressing those feelings. So I would suggest that having those feelings at all is less, a lot less detrimental than having them and not exploring them with your loved ones. Of course, there's no guarantee as to how your family will respond, but You owe it to yourself to bring these feelings to people who have made commitments of love to you. There are people who care about you and who get profound joy from helping you. And it's mostly by trusting yourself to be vulnerable with them that you'll be able to identify who they really are. As a matter of fact, I think the best way to end this episode is by reminding you that I am one of these people. I love answering your questions, just as I love answering everyone's questions. One of my greatest privileges is feeling as though people trust me and seeing them come to me for support or for a shoulder to lean on. I think it's one of the most valuable things to offer someone. It feels like a gift for me, even though one might say I'm the only one who's like putting work into this equation. But that's not it at all. My joy in this situation wouldn't be possible without your openness. And therefore, it's a two-way street. So although we aren't family members and we have never met, I feel very fulfilled by our relationship, the relationship between you and me, when you come to me in search of help. And it's the same with Justin and Lee, the OLD co-founders. We've actually talked about how much we value your involvement and the way you stay in touch. That's the truth. So 
We care about you enough to get joy out of you asking us for help. And I highly doubt that we are the only ones. So is there any reason to believe then that the same can't be true of your family? Alrighty, Asker, I meant every word of what I said, and I hope that you find the episode in its entirety to be both comforting and helpful. It is truly our pleasure to answer your questions, as well as anyone else who chooses to send one in. So, don't hesitate, everyone. In case you don't know how to do it, you can email us with whatever's on your mind to advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. Nothing is off limits, and you will definitely hear back from us, so do not be shy. We will keep your identity anonymous and offer support only via email if you'd prefer to keep it there too. So that's all I've got for you, everyone. Thanks so much for being here and for making another episode possible. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday if you're listening in real time, and be sure to come on back tomorrow too, where I will get back to narrating. That's where your optimal life awaits.